Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Real Estate Lab. We've got a couple questions for this conversation today. One of them is, which investment is better? Buy and flip a house or pre-construction? That's a common question. People don't typically know where to invest. Um, and this is a good a good pointer of whether you should go and buy and flip a, a freehold or you should go and buy a pre-construction, sell on assignment, or close and rent it out. And the second question is, how can you get into real estate with as little funds as possible? For junior investors, um, people wanting to get into real estate but don't have a lot of cash on hand. So today we're going to be asking these two questions. So Ari, which investment is better, buy and flip a house or purchase a pre-construction? Hey, thanks for having me here. Uh, which one is a better one, uh, buying and flip or buying pre-construction? Very common question. Um, two different kind of investment, two different breed uh, of uh, investors. Buy and flip, you are 100% involved. You are 100% involved in purchase, in reno. Um, you need the extra cash to go through the renovation. Um, keep in the back of your mind, if you're doing a reno and if your budget is X amount of dollars, I would say just to be on a safe side, double that money and put it on the side. So you need to be cash heavy when you go to buy and flip. And obviously we can't time the market. So you want to buy uh, with as little as the motion as possible and uh, with as uh, much as number crunching as possible. Uh, and do the reno in a sense that it will pay back. Uh, so you have it, all the renovation has to be very calculated. Pre-construction, on the other hand, it's a little bit more hands-free. In a sense, you have to number one gradually come up with that deposit, so you don't have to have the full fifteen percent or twenty percent in hand. Um, as long as you're confident that you can come up with that money in a process of a year, year and a half, uh, then you're good to go. Um, Secondly, you don't have to be involved with the property. You don't have to be involved in terms of renovation, construction, tenants, mortgage, none of the above for the next few years. Also, the advantage of pre-construction is that you can be invested as little as 5% to 8% uh, on a project for in the course of a two to three years time frame before you're required to pay the remaining. Um, and, you know, they're both good. It, which one suits you better? Awesome, awesome, awesome. So the next question we've got here is for junior investors. How can you get into real estate with as little funds as possible? Um, yeah, what's the lowest down payment you can bring? Say we're just talking about pre-construction here. So Ari, can you answer this? How much uh, down payment you need? That, uh, it's a very heavy loaded question. It all depends on uh, your credit, your uh, income, uh, your qualification to begin with, and uh, last but not least, the type of property you're buying. At the end of the day, the property needs to get appraised, and uh, if it's something that needs a bit of TLC, uh, it will. the chances are that it will get appraised lower than what you purchased. So you need to come up with that difference. 
Um, with pre-construction, on the other hand, is a bit different. You will have as little as 5% in uh, skin in the game uh, for the next few years. But before the closing, you would typically have to, as an investor, it's safe to say that you need to come up with 20% down payment. So it's all variable, right? Yes. Um, so say for a junior investor, on average for a pre-construction, how much do you typically have to have cash to put down on a pre-construction on average? Majority of projects that you're launching now, they require 15% in a course of one year. Uh, now that gets spread in uh, different stages. Uh, so depending on the project, depending on the location, uh, we've had projects as little as 8% down payment. Uh, so uh, our job is to sit with you uh, and see what suits you the best financially uh, and uh, where you are in your life uh, and what your uh, you know end goal is. Uh, we have access to all projects, it's, and all of them are good. Which one is the right fit for you? That's what we do. So yeah, so if, if on average you have to put around 15% down, uh, the average sale price for a condominium pre-construction right now is around how much? Uh, they vary from 400000 and they can go as high as, you know, you, you can imagine uh, over a million. Uh, so it depends again which part of the city, what size, and uh, what price point. So there yeah, this is... stuff, this stuff is all variable, right? Yes. So, <clears throat> so, so yeah, like Treb says that the average condo, the average sale price is around six hundred and forty-two thousand dollars. But what do you have to say? Trep has only access to what the resale market is. Uh, resale is, a, again, a different breed than pre-construction. With pre-construction, your dollar per square foot works out to be a bit more than resale, and uh, that's a cost of buying time for yourself. If you do have your 20% in hand, and if you are in a position to take on a mortgage and take care of a tenant, uh, then by all means, dollar per square foot, as we said last time, will be best found in resale. You have competition in resale, and also you have 100% um, commitment. If one of the two is not on the table, then pre-construction will be the avenue for you to buy you some time. Uh, but still, we have to make sure that you're, you're, you're uh, financially fit to close. Um, even though it's going to be a few years down the road. So, but it gives you time to accumulate enough uh, down payment. And typically, if you have enough of discipline, you would be able to come up with more than that 15% that you originally anticipated to invest in the course of a year in a pre-construction um, for the life of uh, the, uh, the transaction, which is typically about four years before you get the key for the occupancy. So uh, you, in a way, you help yourself to get your feet wet uh, and get into the investment world uh, with, uh, with baby steps. Yeah, you see what's, what's great about it is that, what's great about it is that once you start to get your feet wet 
in the Toronto real estate market, once you start to invest, uh, you start to get your money into real estate investments, then once you sell your your real estate, you sell it on assignment, you sell your pre-construction on assignment or whatever it may be, you take that profit, then you put it into more pre-construction and then you start building your real estate portfolio. And then in 10, 15, 20 years from now, you've got such a great, amazing portfolio that's providing just so much cash flow for you. Thank you very much for tuning in to this week's episode of The Real Estate Lab. The Real Estate Lab, every Friday, tune in. We're going to have tons of information in the upcoming weeks of the Toronto real estate market. We're just going to be bringing you tons of value here for sellers, for buyers, if you're going to be renting, or if, especially if you're looking to invest in the Toronto real estate market, this is the place to be. This is the podcast to listen to. Visit our Instagram. That's where you put a poll up to see what kind of questions we have. And on our podcast, every single Friday, this is where we answer them. So thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week.